This episode of Locked on Kraken is brought to you by Spotify Greenroom. As it turns out, a majority of this episode was also recorded on Spotify Greenroom. Download the app and join me next week to talk all things Seattle Kraken. We haven't played a game yet, but the word is already out that we've got some crazy passionate fans and uh, we can't wait to start playing hockey in front of them. You are locked on Kraken. Your daily podcast on the Seattle Kraken. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We are the Seattle Kraken. Wanted to do a room because today marks seven whole days of talking about the Seattle Kraken. It's been a week. So I'm really thrilled with how things are going. I've been recording most of the shows away from where I usually record because I've been puppy sitting. I've been taking care of my mom's dogs. She's got two puppies, brand new puppies, like just had their vaccinations and can take a crap on the street. Your old puppies. Welcome to your Friday edition of Locked on Kraken. I am your host, Erica Lindsay Ayala. And yes, um, I'm helping out mom with her puppies. She works in a public school, finally going back after over a year out of the building. And so uh, she had some quarantine pups that she acquired. And now now uh, I'm taking care of, as she would call them, my little siblings. But uh, again, um, Erica Lindsay Ayala, this episode is brought to you by uh, Spotify Greenroom. And uh, that was an opening conversation I was having in the Spotify Greenroom as I was welcoming people. We had a handful of people join me for my first ever Spotify Greenroom for the Locked on Kraken podcast. I'll let you know a little bit more about Spotify Greenroom, how you can join up. But every week... I will be joining and creating a live room so you can chat, audio chat with me in real time. You can also engage in there's a, a, a chat in the function uh, of the of the app that you will see. And you'll hear in this episode me refer to the chat a few times. But it's just a fun way to talk about all things Seattle Kraken. Maybe if there's breaking news and I've already recorded an, an episode or something like that. That's what we'll use Green Room for, but it's a weekly check-in. We can talk all things locked on Kraken. You'll hear that in my room that I had Thursday, yesterday, I talked about the expansion draft. Now, if you listen to Thursday's show, you know, I, I don't... Uh, pretend to be an, an expert when it comes to mock drafts and things of that nature. So what I'm going to do as we prepare for the expansion draft is let you hear from a few people that are experts and that enjoy doing this. One person is Scott Brendan of Cheap Seat Sports. You probably heard me talk about Scott before. I've done an interview with Scott already that we will play sometime next week. And then the other is Ben Pope from the Chicago Sun-Times. What I'm going to do is I'm trying to focus on um, an independent journalist and creator and also someone attached to a larger quote-unquote mainstream media outlet and I want to just do a compare and contrast how do we feel about these lists you will see and you'll hear I guess uh, because this is a podcast we're not on video yet but we're working on it Um, you will hear me compare and contrast Scott and 
Ben's lists. I will leave both links in the description. Scott does his via YouTube, so it's a video format, whereas Ben has a written article. So I will link both of those and you can compare and contrast. I didn't talk about everyone player by player on Spotify Greenroom. We'll have some time for that. But um, I'm starting to see some trends in people who um, put together mock drafts. And so that's kind of fun for me. It's a lot to have a focus on all of the NHL teams. And again, that's just not my my gift. So I appreciate people like Scott and Ben who can do this. And it gives me something as more of an analyst, uh, you know, an analyst minded to talk about, which is more of my comfort. Like, do I like this? Do I think it'll work? And I will be able to look, you know, selection by selection and get a sense for for team culture, if that's ultimately how it all boils down. But um here we go. Let's take you to the first part of my Spotify green room for Locked on Kraken. I'll start with uh, the Blue Jackets. They both believe that forward Eric Robinson is going to be the player that Seattle picks. Um, where else do they agree? Uh, let's see. They both agree with Matt Dumba. Now, I listened to the the locked on show for the Minnesota wild because my good friend Alexis from uh, bar down beauties was on the show. Now Alexis is not down for Matt Dumba being selected. I've seen it go a few different ways when it comes to, to Matt Dumba. Um, Greenway has been a name that's been put out there. Uh, but both Scott and Ben they are going with Matt Dumba. They also have from the blues Vince Dunn. Um, a defender there. They agree on two goalies, um, but not all of the goalies. They agree on Aiden Hill from Arizona, and they think, um, oh, wait. Oh, no, no. They agree. Yeah, they agree on Hill. Now, Ben says Malcolm Subban is going to go from the Blackhawks. Whereas my guy Scott is taking Jake Allen from the Canadians. So I don't know. And so, you know, I could go on and on here, but the lists are pretty, are pretty similar. So what I'm going to start to do on the show is break down a few experts because again, I am going to be honest. This is, as I said, this is not my calling. Being a GM gives me a little bit of anxiety. It's just a lot to do. I don't know how folks do this, probably because they do it and they make millions of dollars. I do it and just get a headache. So (laughs) maybe that's why it's a little bit more enjoyable and they have millions to toss around. Um, whereas, you know, I'm not even rolling with monopoly money at this point, but, uh, maybe that, maybe that's the secret. Maybe that's the secret. If there is some, some big money behind this, maybe I'd enjoy it a little bit more. Probably be just as stressed to be honest, but I think it's going to be exciting. You've got the expansion draft that's going to be on ESPN. Uh, who is it? I think it's Kevin Weeks, right? Who's the person that they're going to have. In Seattle, I don't know if it's like live or pre-record. I don't know what the vibe is there, 
but uh, he's going to be reporting, I guess, from iconic Seattle locations. So I don't know. Is it just like, is he going to be on top of the Space Needle? Like, I don't know what's happening there. Is he going to trip around, like, trips around where Climate Pledge Arena is? Is he going to pop into a Starbucks? Like, I don't know. Like, how does that, how does that work? I guess we'll find out. Um, waiting to see if the Kraken are going to announce anything that they're going to do as far as, you know, we're still dealing with a worldwide pandemic. I mean, for those who are following what's happening with the Summer Olympics, Tokyo just announced that they're going to, uh, they're not going to have any spectators for the Olympics. That's caused some Olympians to bow out. There's still a lot going on. Um, that's interesting, Dylan. That's actually a really great question. And I, I feel like, uh, so for those not reading the chat, uh, I don't know, it doesn't get brought up much, but what positions would they target from rounds two onwards? So I think that's a great question. I think some of it will be contingent on what we see on the 21st, which of course is the expansion draft. Um, so we just don't know. We don't know what they're going to get. We don't know how solid they feel that those picks are going to be or if some of those picks are going to be in play. Maybe they also want to take some prospects that could be in play. I don't know, like in play for trades, of course. Um, so I don't know. Um, is there a possibility to get a goaltender? I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't know if I would do that. I think it sounds as though just knowing Ron Francis, he seems to um, carry favor for, again, taking defenders in the draft. That is something that has been widely reported about Ron Francis. So that's tough I, for me. And again, I don't like I'm not a, I'm not a betting woman, but for me, I, I'd like to see what they do on the 21st. And then I think you get a, a little bit of a better picture for where they maybe have some holes that they want to potentially fill. Um, but then again, you know, like your second round and beyond. And oh my goodness, that's another thing. Holy cannoli. I talked about this on one of the shows, but uh, I helped the color of hockey when it was an independent blog. But now Bill Douglas, who's the creator of the color of hockey, he writes for NHL.com every Monday, color of hockey blog. Make sure you're checking it out. Anyway. Um, Bill Douglas, a mentor of mine, invited me to cover the Dallas draft with him. And I knew like the football draft was like forever and a day. But NHL, NHL is up there, but it moves so fast. I've seen it a few times on TV, but when you're there live, because we're not seeing, when you're covering the draft, you know, I just stayed put in the media room because you want to be able to catch the players. They're supposed to come as they're being picked. It never happens that way. That That's for any draft. So you want to make sure you're in the right place. But it moves so freaking fast. That has nothing to do with Dylan's question, but it just popped into my head. That's another, yeah, 8 to 10 AHL slots. And so those slots are going, those players are going to Carolina. We got that news. Um, 
they're trying to get a coach there as well. So we'll see what happens. But you're right. They have a limited amount of space. They don't have their own. They don't have that ice yet. So they don't have their franchise up and, and running. A right shot demon. So you want to see a goalie. Dylan wants to see in the rounds uh, two and beyond. You want to see a goalie, a few centers, and a right shot D. Okay. There's an interesting conversation, you know, happening around Matt Dumba for the Minnesota Wild and whether he will be someone that will be available to the Seattle Kraken. If you listen to Locked on Wild, a good friend of mine, Alexis from Bar Down Beauties, joined that. And I'm actually going to play a little piece of the conversation that Alexis had with Seth, host of, of course, Locked on Wild, and hear what these two experts of the the Minnesota Wild thinks. So again, this is Alexis Pearson. I know Alexis because we've both worked NWHL broadcasts, uh, the 2020 All-Star Game. We worked together um, a few finals. It's She's fantastic. Love her energy. I've been on Bar Down Beauties before. But here we go. Let's hear what Alexis Pearson and host of Locked on Wild... Seth Tupel had to say regarding whether Matt Dumba should be made available in the expansion draft for the Seattle Kraken to pick up. Final segment with Alexis Pearson of the Bar Down at Beauties podcast. And let's talk some expansion draft because as we alluded to uh, in the last <laughs> segment, oh yeah, the Wild are going to lose somebody there too. And I the first thing I think of anytime I go to like look at potential for who's getting kept is the Vegas draft and the Alex took scenario. Uh, I should have probably have bleeped that out. But yeah, um, seven people just started crying while they were listening. to It's this. it's crazy because like as bad as that went, I'm trying to talk myself into like making a trade before the draft happens to try to control the, uh, the outcome. And it Uh sounds, it sounds like the price to do that is almost as high as getting Jack Eichel. So like, I don't know what you do. You sound what you just said, like how my brain works all the time. It's like, how can we do damage control before the damage even happens? Like that, that's how my body processes everything. I'm just like, okay, let's just prepare for the worst. And then we'll just go from there. Um, which is, that's a fair, that's the trauma of the golden Knights draft talking, right? Yep. That's where everybody's mind is at. Is like, how can we make this the least painful as it could possibly be? Um, <clears throat> I have a couple things to say about this sure. one. Um, when it comes to the Vegas draft and what happened with Alex Tuck and, and, and all of the trauma that ensued from seeing what went down there. Um, I will caution people to go easy on yourself when you look back on this stuff, because you never know how a player is going to pan out anywhere, right? Like just imagine you could take any player, put them on a different team and they could have double the amount of points in a season or it's in the season. Right. A lot has to do with this, you know, the coach they're playing for could be the city could be a million different things that end up making a player as talented or as talentless as they end up being on a certain team. So I try to like remind myself of that when I think, of the Alex Tuck thing. I'm like, okay, Alexis, he might not have been a good wild player though. Like maybe, maybe, you know, maybe it wouldn't have been this good if he would have been with the wild. You just never know. Um, 
So go easy on yourselves as you start thinking about the Seattle Kraken draft and what's going to happen there and who's going to go there and are they going to turn into a superstar star and then torment the wild for the rest of eternity? Um, it's possible, yes, as we've seen it happen. Um, but it's also, you know, it could not happen also. Um, the other thing I will say is that, um, you know, it's, I think the wild have enough to work with as far as who they're going to expose and who they're going to protect in this one. And we have now done it once we've learned our lesson, right? That was the wild's first expansion draft. Um, you know, and things were much different when they came into the league and when all of that happened, which people are very bitter about myself included. <laughs> um, but now we've seen how this expansion draft is going to work. You've done it once. Um, and now we're not too far removed from that. So you have a chance to maybe do things a little bit differently now. And like you said, Seth, give yourself a chance to maybe alter the results um, based on what kind of decisions you make leading up to the draft. And this is what I've always told people the past you know, year when people keep asking me, who are the wild going to expose? What are they going to do? And I keep saying, well, there's a lot that they can do before the draft that is going to determine who they end up exposing. You know, who do they sign? Who do they trade for? Is there certain things that they can do to protect some of these players before this expansion draft rolls around and they actually start to protect players? Um, right now, the two players I'm on board with possibly losing in the expansion draft. And this could change in a day. I, who knows? Right. Um, but right now the two that I'm most on board with are Jordan Greenway and Cam Talbot. I have slowly started to accept as a possibility. Oh, um, I'll give a, a couple brief reasons why this is my uh, mindset right now. Jordan Greenway. I've always said I would hate to play against him when that guy is having a good game he is like a monster. I mean, that, that guy can throw people down with one hand, full grown men with one hand. I've seen him do it a, a lot of times right. <laughs> and it's, it's entertaining every time it happens. And I'm like, I God, I would not want that to him to be playing against us like that. So he's not the, I don't think he's a bad player. I've loved watching him play for the wild, but he's been a little inconsistent. And yep. even last off season, he was asked by Bill Guerin and company, you got to step it up, right? You got to reach another level in your game. We need more from you. I think he did have a better season this year than he's maybe had in seasons past, but I'm still not at the point where I'm like, God, I don't want to lose Jordan Greenway. Like if he goes, I'd be sad. Um, but I think it, I would be okay with that. I have recently just gotten on to the idea of losing a guy like Cam Talbot in the expansion draft. My reasoning for this is, you know, not that I think he's a bad goalie. He proved me wrong this season. I was dead wrong about him. I'll admit that. I thought he was going to be Devin Dubnik 2.0. Not trying to say bad things about Devin Dubnik. Um, loved the guy, but the end of his career with the Minnesota Wild was not great. And yeah. that's how I thought Cam Talbot was going to be based on looking at his stats, you know, seeing just the way he's played, the teams he's played with. I'm like, God, I don't know about this. He proved me wrong. He was fantastic. He won the wild a lot of games. He kept them in a lot of games and he did a lot of things right. He was trustworthy. He was reliable. He was calm. He was everything you could want in a goaltender. Um, and so it's not anything to do with the way he played. It's just that he is getting a little bit older. I think there's could be options out there for the wild to pick somebody else up. Um, and I don't think it would be the end of the world if he went somewhere and the wild either had to rely on Kakinen to be their number one netminder, which I would be maybe okay with or picking somebody else up who they could maybe sign to a longer term deal who's a little bit younger and could stick around for a while longer. So that's kind of where I'm at with the goaltending situation. Um, uh, Kakinen, if he was expected to step up into Talbot's, you know, starting role, if we lose Talbot, he was fantastic for a little while. He was breaking records left and right. He went on that like nine game win streak. He played pretty bad at the end of the season. 
but it was his rookie year and it's hard for netminders to kind of get into the swing of things in their rookie year because yeah. they're not getting a ton of game time. So that's where I'm at. Jordan Greenway, Cam Talbot, those are the two that I would be okay with at this point. Um, but again, that that could change based on what the Wild do here in the next couple months. Well, and you bring up a really intriguing aspect to this expansion draft that um, I, I think could be something that could reel Seattle into this. We theoretically could have seen the best of Cam Talbot mm-hmm. over the course of yep. this contract. And so you are selling incredibly high mm-hmm. on a goalie of, of Talbot's stature. Yep. Same with Jordan Greenway. It's yep. likely that we've seen the best that he has to offer. And so honestly, that, that Talbot was, uh, was one that I had not uh, thought of myself, <clears throat> but at the same time, you then keep Matt Dumba. Mm-hmm. You then, which I am not okay with losing. I will say that. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm with you there. Not say you likely Cole. then replace Ian Cole with Kalen Addison. Yep. And so you keep your entire decor intact in which front has of been fantastic. Yes, in front of either a rookie or a young goaltender in Capo Kakinen or a youngish goalie that you bring in to fill Talbot's spot. That's uh. That's not bad. That's not the bad. Only thing I like I'll that. I'll say about it that I've kind of like gone back and forth on in my mind is that last off season, the goalie situation was one of the biggest holes to fill, right? right. That was at the top of the to-do list. You got that fixed. I think a lot of people would agree that at least for this last season, that problem was fixed. Right. Goaltending was not an issue for the Minnesota wild this season, not any more than any other team in the NHL. So it worries me that if that is how Talbot's going to play, if we can get that consistency out of Talbot for a couple more years, well, geez, that would be kind of hard to let go of. Again, you can't, we're not, we can't see the future. We don't have a crystal ball. He could be, you know, terrible next season. He could reach an even higher level next season. Who knows? But I would be okay with taking that chance. Everything in sports is a risk. Every trade, every signing, every move you make is a risk in sports because yep. you don't know how it's going to pan out, like most things in life. Coming up next on Locked on Kraken, I'm going to take you again to the Spotify green room that I had last night. Thursday. That was July 8th. It was at 6 p.m. Pacific time, 9 p.m. Eastern. That's also part of the reason why this episode's going up a little bit late. I needed to sleep. Actually, didn't. I had a I had a meeting earlier this morning. So anyway, enough about my sleep schedule. Uh, I apologize that this is going up a little bit later than I usually post the podcast. That being said, um, I talk about this great article, and I meant to mention this on a podcast earlier this week, but this great article by Ryan S. Clark suggesting what celebrities should come to the opening game for the Seattle Kraken at Climate Pledge Arena. I really enjoyed this article. I'm not sure if any of you have read it over at The Athletic, but uh, I'm going to link that in the show notes so you can check that out. So you can hear me talk a little bit about this article and um, respond again to some of the comments in the chat about who are true Seattle celebrities, Washington State celebrities, and maybe some that are claimed but not fully embraced. Uh, So this was a fun conversation. The Spotify Green Room for Locked on Kraken. Uh, Coming up next, you'll hear that, and then I'll close out the show letting you know the next time I will open a Spotify Green Room and how you can join. Today is your last day to order the super limited time flavor 
grasshopper cookie from our friends over at Built Bar. Now this is chock full of protein and no, not just because it has the grasshopper cookie name, but because it is a Built Bar where on average, your bars are anywhere from 17 to 18 grams of protein, ranging from 130 to 180 calories with only four to five grams of sugar and only four to five grams of net carbs. In the case of this limited edition grasshopper cookie flavor, it's 150 calories, 17 grams of protein, and only five grams of sugar. But you get that very classic thin mint cookie taste that many people who support the Girl Scouts are familiar with. You get this in a bar with less, uh, with only five grams of sugar, 17 grams of protein, and 150 calories total. Much healthier option than buying the Girl Scout cookies, sorry to the Girl Scouts, you probably don't want to hear that. But if you want to hear how to get your hands on this limited time flavor, it will not be available after today. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Gotten a lot of compass tonight. I do want to end with something that I think is fun. I have really been loving Ryan S. Clark's coverage of the Seattle Kraken for The Athletic. I talked about this on one of the podcast episodes for my first week. I write for The Athletic as a freelancer. I've done some women's hockey stuff for them, women's basketball, obviously. But one of the things that I really enjoyed that, uh, that Ryan S. Clark put out let's see when was this yeah the end of last month june 29th uh seattle kraken celebrity fan tears who should be involved with the expansion draft broadcast so he has and i love that the the lead photo is of course the celebrity couple of seattle it's absolutely the celebrity couple of seattle and that's Megan Rapino and Sue Bird, both of whom are headed to Tokyo for the Olympics to represent the United States in U.S. women's soccer for Megan Rapino and women's basketball for Sue Bird. Sue Bird, as well as Diana Taurasi, are in position to be the, not the first U.S. women's basketball players to win five Olympic medals. That belongs to Teresa Edwards, but they could be the first to win five gold. Because Teresa, did she win? It was either, I think it was actually a bronze. Um, anyway, again, that's another green room for another podcast. But uh, anyway, I digress. So, on this list, some of them are real people, like real-life celebrities. Others are characters, including Fraser Crane, of course, Meredith Grey, naturally, um, Squidward. So that's from SpongeBob. That's an important one. That's an important one. Dylan, listen, listen. If you listen to the show, you'll see, yeah, I'm in New York for now. I love being a freelancer because I can kind of work from anywhere. But 
let's just say that I don't know if a, a full out move to Seattle is is on the horizon. Totally open to it. New York will always be home. Uh, between my family and and other interests, like I'll always have somewhere to stay. Um, but yeah, I, I'm I'm not, I'm just saying I could cover the National Women's Soccer League. I could cover the National, or excuse me, I could cover the National Women's Soccer League. I could cover Women's National Basketball Association and the National Hockey League if I move to Seattle. So Dylan, if you if you can get me in touch with someone that that knows how to get me an apartment, and you don't have to worry too much. I already am used to New York City prices. So we could figure something out, but yeah, that would be, that would be ideal. That would be the dream. And then, you know, I get to, I get to also interview some, some of these people. So, all right. I, I probably wouldn't be able to interview Fraser Crane as that is not a real person or Meredith Gray or Squidward or Zeus from Clash of the Titans. Um, some of these obviously are not real people. Mount <laughs> okay but one person that i would love to interview and i actually got the air max there's a special air max release uh that's ken griffey jr inspired let me tell you i loved ken griffey jr growing up might even have been my first celebrity crush him and grant hill i don't know why but that's just that was the vibe you know what i think it is great great athletes and always seem like good people, you know, not out there acting crazy, great smiles. I'm a sucker for a good smile, good set of teeth. Who doesn't like a great smile? So Ken Griffey Jr., I'm, I'm there for that. Um, Ichiro, I liked this pick. And I love also that Ryan S. Clark was like, what else do I have to say? There's nothing else to say. You say the name and that's it. Of course. You want Ichiro there. Sean Kemp and Gary Payton. Obviously, that's playing on the, the Seattle Supersonics. Do, do you think that uh, Kevin Durant, does he get invited too? I believe, I think it was Everett Fitzhugh who said this. That he, he being Kevin Durant, who now plays in Brooklyn, mind you. Um, he was the last number two pick for a Seattle team. Is that right? Is that factual? I don't, I honestly have no idea what, what <laughs> picks Seattle has had in NFL. Um, they have not in the WNBA side of things had a number two pick in a while because they're too busy winning championships. So that, that's not a thing. Um, Jerry, I like that Dylan. Uh, yeah, Jerry, <laughs> Jerry getting Liam Neeson, 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 I always say his, I always want to say it like Nielsen. And I'm like, I don't think that's right. Cause Nielsen's is something else, but yeah, Liam, let's get Liam there. I think you're right. Could probably figure that out. Ken Griffey on the Cincinnati Reds. Oh yeah. I remember that. I still see Ken Griffey jr. As a Mariner, but yeah, I remember him playing for the Reds. That's fair. Yeah, Durant, yes. I know Durant went number two, but then he, you know, then that whole situation happened. So, <laughs> Armando, you say no. He doesn't get to come back. I mean, it's not It's not like he, he didn't sell the team to OKC. Like, it wasn't his fault, right? 
was it? I mean, honestly, I don't know. Is there drama? Is there drama there? Kevin Durant is drama. Can we just say? Like, he always has some drama. And he tries to be, like, quiet and slick with it, which kind of makes me like, hmm, I don't trust you, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, you seem like a nice guy. Like, you know, mom's the real MVP type situation. But, ah, I feel like he's, like, with the burner accounts. Like, there's just something like, hmm. Let's just say he wouldn't be on my wall as posters next to Grant Hill and Ken Griffey Jr. Like, he's not of the same ilk. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I get a vibe. Coming up next week on Locked on Kraken, I have some fantastic interviews planned that will air next week. We're going to talk to Gil from Locked on Isles. I hope to talk to Armando from Locked on Panthers. And I have NBC Sports hockey reporter Marissa and Jemmy, someone else that I know from NWHL in particular. I'm going to have her talk about the expansion draft. And I'm excited for her to share her expertise on what she knows about the expansion draft. So we'll have yet another expert that you'll get to hear from who will be live on Locked on Kraken. But for those of you who want to join a Spotify green room, all you got to do is uh, head to uh, your mobile device and go ahead and download the Spotify green room app. Once you do that, look for me, your host, Erica Lindsay Ayala, at elindsay08. That's E-L-I-N-D-S-A-Y-08. You can start to follow me, and then once I make a room live, you'll get a notification. But remember that uh, Spotify Greenroom is the first social audio platform made specifically for sports fans. The app is free to download, and once you're in, you can talk with me or other fans and athletes, insiders, in real time about your favorite team or sport. Um, so we're really excited to be partnered with Spotify Green Room and I will have the next Spotify Green Room for Locked on Kraken. It will be next week, Wednesday. So Wednesday is July 14th and we're going to open that room at 6 p.m. Pacific time again. So that's 9 p.m. Eastern time. That's on Wednesday, July 14th. Until then, this is your host of Locked on Kraken, Erica Lindsay Ayala, asking that if you're not already, that you subscribe to Locked on Kraken, that you follow us on social media, and if you're able, leave us a review. So here's our first review, five-star review. Thank you so much. Um, We're lucky to have a hugely accomplished host like Erica L. Ayala present a Daily Kraken podcast. She has great presentation. She also comes to hockey with a hugely important perspective on being welcoming and inclusive. So uh, Thos underscore Pratt, thank you so much for that review. I hope I said your handle name right. But thank you so much for that review. It really does mean a lot. That's how we get exposure for this show. That's how we get out the good word about the Seattle Kraken. And the more we get our sponsors to buy in, either national sponsors or local sponsors, the more fun things we can do. I talked about on Spotify Green Room that I'm planning to head out to Seattle. I'm not in Seattle right now. Also, it was suggested by Dylan. Thank you, Dylan. But we're going to manifest Erica actually moving to Seattle. I can't lie. It's definitely on my list of things to do. As Dylan mentioned, I can also cover my Locked On Women's Basketball show from there. So who knows? You can help manifest good things, but let's start with listening, subscribing, um, uh, and listening, and leaving, excuse me, a review. So... With all of that said, thank you again for joining us for this first full week 
as of yesterday of Locked on Kraken. We will be back back next week with, again, a crossover with Locked on Isles. We're going to do a crossover with Locked on Panthers, and we're going to have the fantastic national reporter Marissa and Jemmy join the show. All that and more coming up next week on Locked on Kraken. <laughs>